random acts of tangent. Yes, I am Adam. <laughs> I'm joined by the maestro. Hi. Also by Rex. What's up? How's it going, dudes? Uh, it's going. All right. Uh, before we get into the, the usual news stories that I usually bring in, I, I did want to bring up the little conversation piece that I was having with uh, a coworker. A tangent. A tangent. Yes, right off the bat. <laughs> right into a tangent. Oh, you stop. Yes. Uh, it, it has to do with the different types of personalities people have. All right. And it, I guess the way that I've described it in the past is the chameleon effect. Where you blend into your surroundings based on who you're with. Like parts of okay. your personality kind of get accentuated or changed in in cer- certain way to kind of relate to people more. Yes. Are you telling me like the way if someone says like, hey, how's it going? You're like, oh, I'm all right. How are you doing? Like, that kind of thing? I guess right. in, in, in a way. But more, I'm, I'm thinking more of the way like if you're with a bunch of uh, hip hop heads, you start talking about all the hip hop that you enjoy. And yeah. you, you're like, very, yo, 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 yo. Yeah. You maybe get a little bit of the slang in there like oh, it's a dog type of thing or whatever. Uh, and then you start talking to a different crowd. It's more politically driven. You start yeah. getting into the politics and your voice maybe kind of drops a little bit and you're more steady and calm. And then whenever you take a picture, you never smile. Right. You just, you're just more serious, I guess, in, in that kind of thing. That was it. Joke about All right, the, very the good. Camera. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that was brought up by my coworkers was is uh, she would think that that makes a person fake, whereas no. uh-uh. I, I, I get well, kind of. I, I see that, and that was the thing is it's, it's kind of a it's a double sided thing where yes, it's kind of fake, but at the same time, there could be different aspects of your personality that aren't always available in certain circumstances. I think it depends. It de- it depends on how genuine you are when you do it, and it also depends on if you're a really bad actor. Or actress. Um, I, I was actually speaking on this same subject earlier today, and I was just talking about how there's a certain person that comes in and out of my life on s- certain occasions, and uh, this person is extremely superficial. Like, it's just <laughs> like a series of automated responses, like just a social robotedness to like Santa Claus? this person. And... <laughs> Uh, well, you just, there's nothing to it. Like, it's that kind of person like, well, hi, how you doing? Oh. You know, like, it's just, there's nothing, they don't care. They, 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 they just been taught that that's what you say because it's etiquette and okay. they could care less. It's typical. So how's that weather, huh? Is yeah. it hot enough for you? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy outside today, isn't it? It is so crazy. It's crazy. It really is. <laughs> There was an Office episode where... uh <laughs> was smiling. That's hilarious. <laughs> one, one of the recent op- Office episodes, there was... It was raining. And they all had like a... They had a running bet in the office of this one girl, Phyllis. Yeah. They, they, there's 10 phrases she always says when it rains. And they were betting oh, if no. she would get through all 10 phrases with, before lunchtime. And she went through all of them except for one... The one that she was she was meant to say that she didn't say was... On days like today, I just would rather be at home curled up with a book. Uh, and uh, they couldn't get her to say it. And then after the whole thing, this one of those side shots where she's talking just to her. And she's like, you know what? Usually on days like today, I'd want to be at home curling up by a book. But everyone's being so nice to me. I just feel like I want to be at work. Oh, no. <laughs> so they kill their own bet just because they were all being nice to her, get her to well, say I, the phrases. I don't know. I have my thing about rain. Like rain always makes me want soup. I don't know what it is about rain. I just yeah. feels it's like soup weather. Absolutely. You know? And But when I say that, I'm serious. Like, it's it's not just, like, a clever thing to, like, oh, you want to know this interesting fact about me that's not interesting at all and common to everyone else? <laughs> you know, like, that's that's what I feel 
most of those kind of weird automated responses are with those people. It's just like they're they're talking to you and there's words coming out of their mouth, but you could interchange them with any one of a million people out there. And it's scary right. because what it, to me it really comes off as is you're you have like a crazy need to be accepted. Mm-hmm. You you have like you're really insecure and you really really want to be accepted or you're a serial killer. Because you're just devoid of, of any kind of caring, <laughs> any kind of emotion. So you're telling me that he's just going through the motions because it's how he can get to what he wants to get? This is what well, I've been taught humans act like. Yeah. So exactly. I need to, that's so I need that's to act how that serial way. killers act, right. basically. Yeah. And there's a couple of people where I've ran into, hey, and you talk to them, and you they're like candy? <laughs> well, well, they're just, they're talking to you, and they're right in front of you, but they're not there. Right. And that's that gives me the creeps. And yeah. I've, I've had those situations before where it's just like, you're off. Like, <laughs> like everybody else didn't see it, but I, I, you're, so there's some, you like killing animals, like small animals wow. for funsies. For funsies. Yeah. <laughs> a little lighter way to put it, I guess. Yeah. Funsies. Yeah, funsies. Uh, but as, as far as the whole chameleon thing, th- this is something that I, when I was younger, I, I would be of the mindset where, yes, it's fake and you're, you're bullshit why you got to act that way in front of different people. But the, the older I get, the more I find that it's just a different side of you that comes out. It may not be fake. It may not be 100% you, but it's it's a part of you that comes out. Well, it's called social dynamics for a reason. Okay. Okay. Social situations by their very nature are dynamic. You need to adjust how you're acting based on the characters in a scene. Right. That's it. Period. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't go to a nightclub and start talking about sports to the bartender that happens to be, like, uh, how do you say I don't want. I don't want to sound prejudiced or racist. <laughs> Limp wristed. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, and, and actually, I think uh, Maestro, you have the one of the things that I, I would see that the most out of you, that because, and it's not because you're changing your personality. It's just you know so much about everything. Like anything, anytime anybody brings up anything, you have something to say about it. You have something to contribute to it. So somebody will bring up some random thing like, oh, yeah, and then you just jump in a conversation like, what the – I had no idea that you knew these things that you're talking to this guy about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it could come across as like, is he putting on a face or is this, this just his wide database of useless no, trivia? He, he has a collection of tentacle porn. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I'm just joking. Tentacle <laughs> porn is based upon in Japan originally. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, it is. It <laughs> It's a long history. It started in feudal Japan. Wow. They actually have uh, pictures on papyrus leaves. You know, they actually, <laughs> had, they actually had a bit of that in um, Evil Dead, actually. Is that right? Yeah. With a... Uh, well, yeah, exactly, yes. Okay. It was um, a tree. They actually did oh, yeah, the stuff. tree. It's weird. Totally, like, did mm-hmm. the chick before it killed her. Yep. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I remember that part. No, I ah. do. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it was, it was just one of those things that, like... Uh, one of the many times where I find myself explaining human dynamics to a lot of people that I that I talk to, whether I'm at work or some semi-social setting where people seem to be in a, inept about how things are with other people. Uh-huh. And I find myself kind of being a guru in a way like, this is how people act sometimes, and this is why it's okay sometimes, and why it's not okay. And they're like, oh, you're so smart. I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> I'm not that smart. I happen to know social circumstances a little bit. <laughs> that's about it. Just go out. Stop Stop living in Facebook world. I mean, but, honestly, a lot yeah. of things you can even learn from just watching TV. TV? Uh, it, it depends. It depends because a lot of people turn off and they look at it purely as entertainment. So, so well, in the same way where like they're watching cartoons and it's entertainment, you, you don't really like learn. You can't really learn a ton about 
body language from cartoons. Well, I'm not saying just cartoons. I'm just saying if you have a wide variety of different types of shows or movies that you watch, then you tend to actually um, learn certain aspects of different lifestyles as well. Well, you, you, like for instance, I mean, if you actually saw The Godfather, you'd see exactly how some uh, lifestyle of a person in the mafia would live. Yeah, but how you, they react. yeah, but that could take it. That could get taken out of context very quickly because if somebody watches that and then assumes it's the norm about social interaction, suddenly you have somebody walking around beating the fuck out of people with telephones. You know, like <laughs> that's that. I think is is uh one of those things where it's very dependent upon the viewer and if you have the wrong person watching which most likely they are um mm-hmm. then they will learn very little about what they should be learning and they will take it completely out of context exactly i think that's it's very true that's why i also believe in cross examining different types of styles as well like for instance if you see a mafia person impersonated basically in like let's say csi or something along the lines of Different variants, different different types of genres. You see how different people uh, perceive the that specific uh, lifestyle. You do, then, but media is based on exceptional exceptional circumstance. You have to you have to remember that. Like media and entertainment is based on exceptional circumstance, and people are not exceptional. Period. There, there's, I'm exceptional. There's, <laughs> there, people are taught that they're exceptional. We're all taught that we're perfect, special little snowflakes. Okay, but we're really not. There's a lot of people out there that are very, very normal, and they there's not really anything that differentiates them uh, from anybody else. But if you have those people suddenly seeking out uh, media as a type of inspiration and, and a way to latch on to uh, influence that way, then you can get them carried away. I mean, a lot of sociologists blame... Uh, the mass media for desensitizing people to violence because there's so much violence and spectacular action scenes yeah. and stuff like that that suddenly oh well you know now it's normal for kids to go shoot up a school and they yeah. they try to blame <laughs> it and no well they try to blame it on that I don't I don't necessarily buy it I mean but honest- I understand how the influence is there and I'm saying it's it's not necessarily healthy for somebody to get all their influence from uh, media because they're taking it out of context. You need to go interact with other people, other real people that are there to to bitch slap you every once in a while and say, no, you're you're being an asshole. What are you doing? I didn't say just only TV. I'm just saying that's a good way of finding information itself. I mean, in other different countries, people are much more violent than, let's say, the U.S. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, they find... I mean, in some countries, they still stone people, you know? Right. Yeah, but that's, I think that's a different, that's like an institutionalized kind of violence. That's, that's not like I'm deciding to be this way as a person kind of violence. It's, they're brought up that way. It's, it's a social norm. It's uh, cultural relativism. I understand that, but that's still, they're more violent than people that are just watching TV. Are they? I mean, that's, I think that's arguable. I think a good example of uh, TV having a negative influence is the, the Jersey Shore mentality, the, the Kardashians, these kind of reality shows that, Everyone seems to be so infatuated with. Well, I, I think that our society. I read an article. Okay, I didn't read it. I saw the headline of an article. Okay, I, I agreed <laughs> with it immediately, and I, I read the first couple of paragraphs. Um, but I was just like, okay, this is just going to be a bunch of head nodding. And what it right. basically said is that uh, our society is obsessed with uh, being owed everything and accomplishing nothing. Right. Our, our society is afraid of accomplished people. We don't. We don't idolize accomplished people because. If we did, then that might mean that we have to look at our own selves. And if we have accomplished nothing, then it 
becomes very scary for us. And, and that's why people like Kim Kardashian are famous because she's accomplished absolutely nothing. She was born into riches and she has been coasting on her looks her entire life. And people are like, she's the greatest thing in the world. And this whole time I'm like, well, what, she, what did she do? <laughs> like, what has she done? Yes. Just name one thing she did. That she has launched made a clothing porno. lines. I think she's got some perfumes, some she made shoes. A porno. Yeah, yeah, but th- those are <laughs> those are things that people do once they've earned like celebrity. Yeah. Okay. She didn't do anything to get there. Okay. You, that that's what what is scary. That's what really is scary about her because it's it's not so much that she herself is a scary person, but the idea of her and the fact that people idolize her so much. That that, yes, is, that is scary. True. That is that absolutely is hugely true. scary that people people think that she's just the fucking greatest thing in the world. I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you? If if Kim Kardashian, if you're num- your number one fan, like you need to see a therapist and do something <laughs> with your life. You need to do something with your life because I can guarantee that you haven't done shit. As far as the whole mentality goes, I heard somebody say something that it it's it was worded perfectly that back in maybe the I don't know the time period, but a long time ago, maybe twenties, thirties, if uh, you'd, you'd be on the street and you're like uh, lower to middle class, and yeah. you see some guy drive by in a Bentley, yeah, the dad will look, grab the son, look, look, see that guy? If you work hard enough one day, you can be like that guy. Yeah. And now the mentality is fuck that guy who who paid for that car. Fuck you, dude. You, you think you're better than me because you got a fucking good car? Yeah, but I I don't think that. It's it's the demonization of the wealth. It's it's the the uh, more more like the celebrity associated with wealth, even though they they haven't earned it. Okay, that, that's fine if we say fuck you to to people that are wealthy if they haven't earned it. But because in that circumstance, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. They they haven't. Yeah, but and, I'm, I'm and, just a, a random person on the street. Well, if you see Kardashian drive by, yeah, she can be yeah. like, "Fuck you, you're 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 talentless." Yeah, exactly. But if you see so, just some random person drive by in in a Bentley or some Grand Ferrari, yeah, the, the, the attitude shouldn't be "Fuck you, who paid for that car?" It, 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 I, I feel the mentality should be that's going to be me someday. I, I think that I think it's it's disillusioned to think that if I work hard enough, then I can get there. It's more along if I screw the right people one day, <laughs> maybe one day I'll get there. I mean, look at, you know, uh, Zuckerberg, you know, the, the youngest billionaire ever. He just like basically fucked up everybody on, the, yeah. on his path to being a billionaire. Right. And, and, and that's, uh, that kind of like doggy dog mentality that we've been ingraining in people also. Like, just, just get yours. You know, just kind of, it's all Machiavellian. Um, which, which is another problem. It's on, it's on the other end. You have these people that do are ingrained with ambition, but it's just like horrible, the worst kind of ambition ever. It's Tony Montana ambition. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, there is a certain amount of uh, ambition that does drive people to accomplish more things. And this is something that I, I know for myself where I, I have a lot of energy spent in kind of trying to find ways around things. In order to accomplish the goal, instead of if, if I were to just like buckle down, do all the work, and and like just, like in school especially, if yeah. I just studied, I read everything, I did all my homework, did everything, I could get an A on the test. Versus trying to find quicker ways to study, where I I think I told a story before where I had a book report the next day, a, a test on a book yeah. that I hadn't read. So I, I I went, I got I got the Cliff Notes online, and I copied and pasted it into this voice software that read the book to me. Yeah. And that was my way around actually reading the book. I, I pretty much listened to the book in a very short time period, the cliff notes, the important yeah. stuff, and I and I got an end the test. In in opposed to if I would have taken the energy that it took me to find the cliff notes, to get that software, to work the way I wanted it to work, and then actually learning that way, I don't know I don't even know what the fucking book was about anymore. I don't even know what book it was. 
Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily all that bad. No, see, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It, the, the, the ambition you, drives me to, I guess, find shortcuts. Yeah, but that, that, that's achieve. fine as long as you get it done. The The problem with society is that um, uh, regardless of whether or not you do things legally or illegally or fair or not fair, uh, they they still reward you once you get there once once you're done. The, the Ferrari is is the symbol of wealth and celebrity, and it doesn't matter how you get the Ferrari, people idolize it no matter what. Right, and, and that's why I'm talking about like Tony Montana. Like, it doesn't matter if you you know sell cocaine and kill people in bathrooms and cut them up in a million <laughs> pieces and just rape people and pillage. Um, he has a tiger in a mansion, fucker. <laughs> you know, like that, that's what we were teaching people. Like Mike Tyson, yeah. Well, he, I'm pretty sure he had to work to get to where he was, though. Although he probably did kill and did some raping also in his day. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there's <laughs> definitely some domestic abuse and some cannibalism. Well, right. he didn't swallow the, his ear. But he was definitely <laughs> enticed. <laughs> cannibalistic tendencies, anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's get into a story here. This is a, this is a fun one. It's, it's, uh, this is, comes out of Craigslist. Now, Craigslist, I, I find very useful for a lot of things, but there's also a personal section where you can, like, miss connections. Yeah, yeah, I know. That kind of thing, where uh, back in the day, there was that Pina Colada song. That was a, a misconnection or a dating type of personal thing. And uh, Craigslist is a new way to do this. Now, this is uh, posted by somebody that met somebody else at a, at a concert. This was at a, a Megadeth Motorhead concert. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, now, it reads, did we hook up at the Megadeth Motorhead concert? Women for male, twenty-eight, and the uh, I'm going to read this verbatim because uh, there's, it's just it's too perfect to try to paraphrase. Me, blue hair, silver tube top, fishnets, knee-high black biker boots. You, red mohawk, black pentagram gauges, viper piercings. Uh, I was grinding on you in the pit. Then we went to the bathroom and got fucked up. We had, <laughs> you had a nice cock, and I was wasted, so I let you raw dog it in the stall. You were really good and had to gag me so I would make so I wouldn't make too much noise. Anyway, I'm pregnant. It's yours. Contact me if you want to be part of the child's life. <laughs> it's a lovely proposal. <laughs> it's just it's it's so it's it's poetic. It's what it is. Now I I don't I haven't been to a Megadeth Motorhead concert. I, I assume it's a, it's a hardcore scene based on their attire. <laughs> I, I'm gonna don't say hardcore, you fucker. No, not hardcore. <laughs> You're insulting people is right it? now. What, what is what is it exactly? It's metal. Metal. Megadeth is is just totally fucking metal. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. And and that differs from hardcore. How hardcore from the, music? From hardcore now is different. Yeah, like hardcore music has like a a bunch of different influences depending <clears throat> on where you trace its lineage, and it has like breakdown beats, and you have like a, a number of different. Uh, like, like think hate breed. Okay. Right. And then think, um, for me- like Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Like, like think Metallica versus hate breed. Okay. So it's, it's yelling versus music. Well, have you, you guys, <laughs> well, they're both music. Yeah. But I mean, one is much easier to listen to. Well, depends on who I, you're well, listening to. In my to. opinion. Really? All right. I mean, have you heard of metal metalocalypse, right? No. No. Oh, it's, it's a that's card. That's why. See? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I, I have. Oh, yeah. I, I'm saying I have, but that's why he doesn't understand. Okay. Oh, I, 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 I figured if he might have watched it, he might have seen it. No, I understand what we're talking Meta, about. Metal, metal, what? Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. This is a show. Yeah. Yeah. Like a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. There, there are, I mean, when it comes to rock and roll, it's, uh, like, you know, wine or beer or something. You can just 
divide it all up. Yeah. And, and right. there's different genres depending on what you're talking about. Yeah, because I mean, I, I do enjoy some hate breeding. I, I listen to that on occasion, but it, I, I can't listen to it all the time. Metallica is a little a little easier to listen to. I can listen to it on a more it depends, wide range though. of like things. It, it depends on what kind of album you're talking about. Like you have Garage Band, which is like a different sound than what they typically went out with. And then you have like the back Black Album, which most people consider to be their best album. And then you have like Ride the Lightning. You have just tons and tons of work before that. Um, but yeah, just... Going yeah. back to think about what you were just saying about the, what 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 you read on the yeah the Craigslist ad Craigslist ad yeah um what if it wasn't a actual girl responding to that what if it was this guy that was just tr- making making a big wisecrack joke to this guy you know just making a big joke and just saying this 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 so you what uh, you thinking the guy's posting this as a joke well, well people used to go to misconnections and post stuff all the time as jokes yeah is that right yeah yeah, yeah definitely oh. Huh. I, I didn't know that. Well, think about this. Well, way. apparently I mean, you have not been bored enough, Adam. I, I, I guess I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have cruised Cru- Craigslist uh, a couple times, and th- there was one post that I found, which I actually did copy and paste it somewhere, but it's it's gone now. It was pretty much a rant against everybody else on Craigslist, like uh, pretty much telling them you're all stupid for posting your uh, egg cartons for a dollar. Who's going to drive to the fucking valley to pick up your dollar egg cartons? And crazy stuff about stop trying to sell your animals, be a responsible person, and weird it was entertaining you can use egg cartons as soundproofing adam yeah yeah but i'm not gonna drive to the valley from here to pick up a egg cartons for a dollar unless uh, you're in the valley to begin with. I, I don't know but it's, 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 it's that kind of thing it depends adam all right well, egg, well, what okay. if you're in the valley yeah already? not egg cartons maybe um this is why we can't have caps. bad things <laughs> bottle caps some people are collectors all right yeah you don't know, man. I, don't, I guess don't I don't know. understand this Craigslist as much as I thought I did. I mean, like, there are people that actually put uh, bottle caps on the ceilings as of, like, a type of art. Yeah, yeah. but those are, those, that stuff you should have drank. It, 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 it should be like, this is, this is my epic beard yeah, gallery. You're well, right. Let's drink to... all that and be diabetic by the time <laughs> I get I mean, who says that has to be that case? Why can't it be like a fresca, you know? Why can't it be? Fresca. Yeah, why couldn't it be some, some sort of basis of a, a Fanta? Painting? Exactly. I like the purple girl. She's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you used all the Fanta bottles in purple for the purple girl. It's great. All right. Well, if, I mean, if you're doing art in that case, then I guess. But so uh, I guess every one man's trash, another man's treasure. But definitely. I just don't like trash too much. <laughs> one woman's conceived child in <laughs> a restroom. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to assume that this child is not going to be doing very well uh, later on in life. You don't know. I, I don't know. Well, in Family Guy, he actually made his own like a uh, you know what? song. Yeah. He, he <laughs> m- that child might grow up to be the next fucking amazing rock star ever. Think about it. Like if you needed to conceive a, the next a most amazing rock star metal child there is, like <laughs> that's the way it would happen in a dumpster. No, not no, in, in a dumpster. In a I said stall. conceived, not birth. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess that would be a good interview. Like, so tell me how your career started. Well, I was conceived in a bathroom stall at a Motorhead concert, and that's yeah. pretty much how I got my inspiration to follow yes. that kind of music. Yes. So I you've been in that it. kind of music since the beginning. Yeah. Since the I beginning, was born with yes. Mohawks, surprisingly, in three different colors. Right, exactly. My mother told me it was immaculate conception. <laughs> right. Yeah, because the dad didn't answer the thing. It was actually just a really good erection. <laughs> oh. Or was it, I was hearing a mega death. Yes. But uh, speaking of this, uh, now I'm assuming this this <laughs> this girl is going to grow up to be a single parent. Okay. Uh, now th- there's a story out of Wisconsin uh, involving single parents, which I-, I found wildly interesting and just 
Oh, kind of one of those things that I, I, it's hard to believe that it's it actually happening. Interesting fact on the same note. Okay. The uh, worst uh, rates of uh, teen pregnancy are now in states with abstinence-only policies. Oh, oh. big surprise. Go Oops. ahead. <laughs> All right. This, this comes out of Wisconsin. Uh, there's a lawmaker that is co-sponsoring a bill based on the idea that single parenthood causes child abuse. Uh, the bill says a child being raised by a single mother could be considered living in an abusive situation, and because of that, a woman should not jump into a divorce, but rather look at alternatives. This is a, a, oh, a Republican representative from Hartford, uh, no. Donald <laughs> Pridemore. Yes. <gasps> You're so surprising, me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now this, this law would, it would mandate that the state child abuse prevention board conduct public awareness campaigns emphasizing that single parenting is the leading cause of child abuse. So all this, um, wow. That's bullshit. That's quite a leap. That's way bullshit. Well, because what they're doing is basically redefining child abuse. Okay. Uh, early, early in the paragraph, what they said is uh, uh, raising a child um, as a single parent should be should fall underneath the definition of child abuse. Yeah, it's, right? being, it's being considered living in an abusive situation. Yes. Okay, So it, so because they're saying that, Right, they've redefined child abuse. It's a semantic argument. Is it a? Possi- Do you understand that? There's also another possibility that they might be actually using that sense uh, for like whatever child abuse as single parenthood um, as uh, the premium writer for an underliner, which which, which is what they really want to get ac- passed across. Like yeah, some, that's possible. I mean, all they're trying to do is just gather enough votes to get the passed, and if they do with the underliner that they really want to do gets passed, then. Who knows? Then they get like uh, some well, sort of no, weird stuff. Well, no, that's exa- I mean, yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. But they're doing it in a very clever way. What the, what they basically said in the previous paragraph was that we're redefining child abuse as being raised by a single parent. Right. So now we're going to go on a campaign saying that single parenthood is the leading cause of child abuse and must be taxed more. <laughs> well, uh, well, they didn't say that, but they're that's, they're trying to educate people. Yeah, it's probably going to get there, <laughs> yeah. So the, it, it's, they're talking about abuse, not in the sense of actually hitting the kid anymore, but just yeah. being in a bad situation. Exactly, is in itself abuse. Yeah, they're redefining abuse. Yeah, and, that's and insane. Yeah. So what if Zach? So what if the person that the mother divorced the, with is an abusive person? Right. Well. Then, in a sense, is a double naked. Might as well stay with him anyway if he's going to get abused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what they're saying is that you're you're abusing your child by getting a divorce. Right, right. they are. That, that's what they're saying. You're yeah. abusing your child by getting a divorce. Yeah. There, also, there's a quote here that says, uh, "This is from the same same guy." Oh, this is from somebody else. Uh, a child is twenty times more likely to be sexually abused if they are raised by, say, a mother and a boyfriend than a mother and a father. I thought it usually comes from like a relative. Usually, I have no idea. I, I don't. I don't know if that's factual. I, I no. I just heard. I just heard. I'm not exactly sure if it's true. I'm just saying. I th- thought I heard that uh, most of sexual abuse usually comes from within their family relatives. Yeah, I've heard that too. Usually, somebody you know. That's yeah, real disturbing. Exactly. But uh, that's in quotes, right? It, this is in quotes. This is yeah, from, it's from not, Grothman. It's not factual. That's bullshit. He just said it. Uh, this is Senator Glenn Grothman. He's also Republican from the West Bend. Then it's definitely not. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is something that it's 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 nuts to me because it just it seems it it's just, it's crazy. It's, I mean it's crazy. There's a lot of single, especially in this day and age, single parenting is 
a reality. I think it's, it's more prevalent now than married people are. Uh, it is actually. Well, I don't know if it's single parenthood is, but they, uh, as far as like the nuclear family situation where you have a mother, a father, and the kid who's from those two parents and right. they're married, that's actually only comprises 20% of the way children are raised now. Right, like yeah. 20, actually, no, I shouldn't say kids are raised, but I should say households. Like that's 20% yeah. of households. Uh, and the uh, rest of the 80 other percent of circumstances, it's usually uh, a mother and a stepfather, father, stepmother, you know, a single parent with maybe with stepkids in the situation. Yeah. Or, just, or that's even what mother with stepmother. Or, yeah, that too. Yeah, that could, that could happen. Now, Either or. The, the, the single parent thing, I, I find, well, I, I, as a single parent, I, again, find this absurd on his face, but that's just based on, on my personal uh, experiences. Uh, I'm not abusive. And this, the situation she's in right now, my daughter, is much better than I think a lot of situations because of the support that I have from my, my family, where it's, it's a pretty decent uh, surrounding that she has with her. There's, there's no abuse at all coming from, the, from this side uh, because it's just, it's, it's just love and support. Now, no, you're abusing her, Adam, because you don't love Jesus. <laughs> because I don't have a, a woman around, I'm, I'm abusive. Of course, that's the way that God taught us. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what they probably are going to be like. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't doubt you. that. Those fucking nuts. Yeah, now, and I, as far as I know, I mean, well, a lot of the single parents that I know, they are single mothers. And in a lot of cases, the dads or that would be there, if they were around, would cause more harm to the child than... If they were not around at all, because uh, they're generally douchebags and deadbeats and don't have their priorities straight. They weren't ready for a kid and they're still not ready for a kid and they refuse to change their life to accommodate a kid. That's why I think that the system should be set up that basically like if you have to uh, share custody, then like the the judge should basically decide that one of the two parents has to be killed. Wow. And that's it. That's wait, 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 that's wait, pretty what? drastic. I know that's drastic. What? But it would solve a what? lot of problems. What? Think about it, Adam. Well, I'm sure it would, but wow. What is this? <laughs> what is this, Lord of the Flies? What's going on here? <laughs> you gotta, I thought in Montana. It was a joke, but oh, my, my okay. point was to, to basically like illustrate that typically there's there's one of the parties to the relationship that is usually horrible for the kid. Well, the thing about this, and that's, I mean, well, that's most likely why they're not together. Well, when was right. the Brady Bunch um, on air? Oof, seventies, seventies, eighties, eighties, forever ago. Yeah, well, yeah, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Well, the Brady Bunch was based upon two separate pa- parents with three kids of their own, right, coming together as a whole family. So the girls and the boys were like not were not related whatsoever, except for by um, the marriage, right. Yeah. What happened and to the, the other the, the other parents in that? They well, died. Did they die? <laughs> I don't know. Because they, they, I, don't, I don't recall them ever being mentioned throughout no. the entirety of the uh-huh. series. I don't. I don't uh-huh. think they are. Like the, that. The dad was the dad. The mom was the mom. There was no. It well, wasn't no, no. The stepdad. husband comes back. Is that true? In the movie. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I remember the movie. Yeah. It's uh, Sam the butcher and yeah, they got married or something. Yeah. Oh, good times. <laughs> That takes me way back to a warm place. Yeah. Okay. Warm. <laughs> anyway, didn't you angry. have like a fro? Yeah, there was a lot of fros. There was, yeah. there was yeah, a lot like, of like fros. a Hasselhoff fro. Yeah, pretty yes. much. Oh wow! I was watching Knight Rider recently. Oh, I, I love the old Knight Rider, dude. That, that that um that Trans Am did such a 
did such a great job with those jumps. I was watching Dukes of Hazard a little bit afterwards, and the, those jumps that the the Trans Am went over and landed on, it still ran afterwards. Half the jumps that Dukes of Hazard <laughs> did, it didn't run afterwards. It was actually the axle was broken. They had to replace it with another car. Right. I, I enjoy that about older movies where they have scenes like that where the car does like this complete flip and the. You, you Wait, see... no, no, hold on. Older movies. What about? Gone in sixty seconds, where he totally like wrecks the Shelby on its landing, and they're just like, "Oh no, you keep." Yeah, okay, okay. Well, they, it, so, into some more recent movies where you, see, you you pretty much see the tires fly off or something, and then it cuts to the next scene. The car's just like it recovers itself and is driving yeah. just as fast as it was. They have springs attached to all. The yeah, it's line. nuts. That's 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 when movies were a lot less critical. You just go to the movies just for the enjoyment. It wasn't go, go, a car. Helicopter. It was actually a transformer. It was a transformer, right? That's, that's what was happening. <laughs> it wasn't the tire flying off. It was him readjusting, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, man, those are some good stuff. But I, I kind of, kind of miss those days a little bit where we weren't so, I guess, uh, picky or just so. You hate old movies. Get out of here. I, I do. I do. You, but you absolutely I, I, detest I, I, old movies. I, I do. I, I do hate old movies because I'm at the place that I am at now. I kind of wish that my mentality wasn't so critical about a lot of things. Old movies, but, are but amazing. I yeah, well, I mean, there's some old movies that they do hold up, but no. a lot of those ones that I do, they see, always do. Ah. They're they're amazing. You don't like The Godfather? I, I it's, it's too slow. Me. It's too slow it's for me. To, you know what? You're too slow. <laughs> yeah, I said it. You got me. You slow down yourself. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I enjoy the story to a point, but I, I mean, it's one of those things where I kind of I had to sit through and, and kind of force myself to finish it because I just wasn't that invested in it. The, the same way, like with Drive. I, I disagree, man. I disagree. One. Like the, the, the back in the day, like directors actually had to direct. Like that—that's the big problem. Like today, like all the dialogue explains everything for you. You know, even even though you have like some scientists that just like totally saved the like figured out a way to save the world. There's always that like token dumbass character that explain you has to have everything explained right. to them, so though the audience knows exactly what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Like that didn't happen. True. That didn't happen back in the day. Like that, that wasn't a character back in the day. Like they had to show you what was happening by like showing you what was happening. The way the characters interacted, the things that they did explained the story. And nowadays that you just have like a spoon fed audience and a bunch of fucking fireworks on the screen. Back in the day, like you had films, like you had fucking films like that. That was the huge difference. It was art back then. Yeah. No, I, okay. and I get that to a point, but that's, it, it doesn't appeal to me. It, 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 if I was born in that time period, then yes, I would grow up with that, so I'd expect that. But growing up in the time period I grew up, I, the spoon-fed maybe is what I've got used to. But but there are certain things that even while they're being spoon-fed, I'll be around certain people and they'll ask me to explain what just happened, even though it was well, just a, explained. They're the, the problem, screen. Adam. That doesn't justify shit. <laughs> well, even does, oh, we should have dumb movies. Why? Because people are dumb. Oh, wait. No, wait. wait no, no, hold no. on. Last time I checked, I'm smart. <laughs> I think that even if like you looked at an old movie and you had to have some sort of like a uh, means for a person to explain to you, you could actually have your own creativity do that and see how other people's have people have gone th- come through to that uh, conclusion as well and that in itself is explanation. Right. Yeah, I mean you have people that are so clueless about like body language and social interaction well, maybe we should show them some body language and social interaction. <laughs> Probably because okay, they're, old, they're still looking at the text no, messages. Old, old, yeah, movies, exactly. old movies did that. New movies don't. New movies is just like a guy looks at a girl and then suddenly they're having sex. Like skip to sex scene, boobies. 
Boobies, yeah. boobies, boobies. Moaning, moaning, moaning. Aren't you entertained? Yes. Now, huh? skip that. Move to next scene. Like that's that's it. Like that's that's an old movie. Like, I mean, that's a new movie. Old movies, like they go through courtship. They, there's there's like subtle like nuances to the way that the characters interact that signify that they're interested in each other, and it's much more telling that way. Well, that, that, there's a lot the, of cookie cutter. That's true. Well, it's also it depends on the movie though. If you're doing an action movie, there's no time. It, you want to get into a romance thing. You just want to oh look at that girl, boom boom, and they're in bed. Well, that's if, if it's like a, if it's like a rom com or something, then yes, it's going to have the, the slow build up to eventually oh you're in front of me the whole time, ha, huh? and then then they fall in love and do all their things. But as far as like action movies, which I pretty much try to drive towards uh, something more fast paced, there's no time to slow the whole movie down to find out oh he does like her, oh she likes him back, yay! Who cares? What, Blow up a car. <laughs> uh, see, <laughs> see, that's the problem. Though. The thing about it I is, mean, is, not that I don't like it. I li- everybody likes fireworks now and again. But he's relating it towards an action movie. That's where people go to watch it's action. You yes, don't watch exactly. Anything. But there's also different genres. Yeah, but you, you just made the same argument over and over again. Is that people go to watch it, so it must be good. No, because the, people the, the, are dumb. There are movies like uh, Eat, Pray, Love was a, was not an action movie. It was a it was a romantic movie where yeah. there was the whole build up of the relationship between uh, Julia Roberts and um, uh, the other guy, which I think Masha looks like. I forget his name now. Well, Javier Darden. Ha- ha- yes, Javier Bardem. Where they, they, there was a whole build up of the relationship, where like, will they, won't they? The, is she into me? Am I not into him? And eventually, things. Well, without well, who cares? They, yeah, they they end up together. I think. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But th- th- there was that whole buildup where it shows the storyline of it wasn't just a look at him, look at me, and then boom, they're in bed. It was it was a slow. It, there was a courtship. So it depends on the movie you go to to watch for that. If you're going to watch a romantic movie, then there better be that fucking courtship. Otherwise, it's a bullshit movie. You go to watch an action movie. If you want to see a buildup of a, uh, in an action movie, I'm going to walk out. I want to see uh, John McClane step over a glass. I want to see him fall in love with some chick. Now, I, I get Again that. with the Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> I get that, but I think that what we've done is severely limited our social experience by, by diluting it with insignificant things. I understand the like need to veg out, and I understand like having a sense of wonderment when you want to be entertained. Uh, I mean, you could say the same thing about stuff like football or UFC or any of those football! things. Yeah. Well, see, and then that, that, that made that's... me throw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> See, but that's why I kind of hate baseball, and I like uh, of the UFC, or I like football more than than, than baseball or, or soccer, even. Yeah. Because the whole thing is a slow build up to will they, won't they? That's pretty much what it is. It's, when you're watching a soccer team, are they going to score? Are they going to score? Who's going to score? Oh my God! Somebody score! And nothing happens the whole fucking game. It's zero yeah, zero game. That's I not a sport. I, I don't understand how soccer is so popular I think around the world. Because you're looking at the results, you should be looking at more along the lines of how they get there. Uh, I mean, see, but, I'm I mean, all about like, all the results, not intention. The talent is put into each individual character, actor, a person on the sport, on the team. How they're able to maneuver the ball across the field, their their ability to pass, to uh, do different types of a uh, take, uh, different types of uh, um, passing games to the goal. That's- yeah, and I, I get. I mean, if you if you are a soccer player, you can't appreciate it more because you know what they're doing exactly. But yeah, for yeah. for the lay person that doesn't, well, I mean, even me, I grew up playing soccer. Right? I played soccer for like ten years when I was younger. And and it bores the shit out of me yeah, now. Yeah, I, I like MMA. That's because you haven't done a and bicycle it's kick lately, have you? I have not. Um, MMA is entertaining when they're like on the ground and everybody's like, why are they humping each other? Like I see it and I appreciate it right. for it being an art at that point. But um, there's a reason why you have highlight reels. 
Yeah. Period. There's high. There's highlight rules because that's where the action is. That's where somebody fucked up. That's the climax. That's where like somebody got caught in something or just got knocked the fuck out. And, right. And I think that's that says something about. The, but see, but when you take it apart, I mean, like if you got a soccer highlight reel and a baseball highlight reel, they'd be much shorter than a UFC highlight reel or a football highlight reel because there's a lot more things that happen in between. There may be grappling on the floor for a while, but eventually someone's going to get an elbow to the face, and it's, it's yeah. gonna, and, and the, the exchanges can be pretty pretty it's, gruesome for a while. It's much much more punctuated. Yes, we'll and and, and with football, I mean, people get sacked like crazy. There's there's missed passes. There's uh, all kinds of stuff that's happening that r- where really actually nothing happened, but it's still a highlight. Yeah, where, but I I guess with soccer you can't do that shit. With baseball I, you can't do that. Shit. Oh yeah, he almost hit the ball. Damn, that was a near hit. But I guess my my big problem is that people shouldn't confuse soccer and MMA for life. Well, that, that's that's how, how kind of how I'm comparing it. Where, where baseball is the old style movie, where football is a new style movie. Yeah, but are you talking about the tap out guys? But it's it's not it's not a question of movie. It's a question of life. Like life is life. Like that's the way things happen. Like the way people interact. Like if you want to accurately depict the way people interact and draw people in and and, and get them invested in characters, the ways to, the way to do it is is uh, I don't think it's the way that we do it now. I don't, I, I think that we. Uh, are far less likely to identify with the characters in movies now than we would have been before because they're like they're like above like beyond because humanity. They're, much. Yeah, they're just they're not relatable. They're anymore. not. They're yeah. not relatable at all. I, I if I ever made a movie, I would want to mess with the, the viewers' heads as much as possible. Well, I think that's what made Pulp Fiction such an exceptional film. Even though you did get exceptional people in the film, you had these right. like gems of moments that were actual conversation. Yeah, you know, like this the the conversation was just weird enough to convince you like it was an actual conversation. Right, and the whole quarter pounder with cheese and friends, like like that's that's writing. Yeah, see, and that and is and right. That, that's the kind of thing where you can watch it and, and I, I get a feeling like they just were sitting around like, all right, uh, you want to start recording? All right, start recording. Go ahead. Yeah. Without any script, they're just like, all right, they're recording us. Let's talk. Yeah, well, that, that same thing happened in Fight Club. Also, the, the scene where Edward Norton and Brad Pitt have the conversation in the bar about, you know what a duvet cover is? Right. You know, that that whole conversation was ad-lib between Edward Norton right, and Right, I remember Pitt. hearing that. And that was an actual conversation. They were they were just kind of like complaining like how we're, we're basically robbed of our self-ownership by mass media and we t- we're, we're manufactured into these kind of like materialistic beings that are supposed to be consumers instead of men or, or, or whatever. You, I mean, there was a lot of things that were in that movie. So I, I don't know if that's an accurate way of synopsizing it, but are you telling but, us that we're magic? We're beings. Is that what you said? Or did I miss something completely? Beings like B E I N G. <laughs> oh, I thought I said B A N S. Oh, maestro. I'm going to strangle you with the microphone. <laughs> That's racist. What? <laughs> yeah. What, magic beans? Beans. You call them a beaner, dude. Yeah. What's wrong that, with you? That's what we're Oh, doing. I didn't How go there. You, you went there. I didn't go there. <laughs> How dare you? I'm speak. allowed to. That's all I heard. <laughs> oh, okay. I can yeah. use that word, you see? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, the, the thing that I'm talking about, because older movies where you do have to kind of sit down and you have to almost – it is like baseball to me, where you sit there and you have to wait – watch the whole thing in order to get a result where it's not engaging the whole time. Maybe there's little scenes here and there. They're like, Oh, that's great. And then nothing. Well, I believe a lot of people go to the, the, the field to catch the ball and throw it back at the people they don't like. 
Okay. At least oh, so that's what is, I think. That's that's like riff tracks then in that in that case. Sure, why not? Or like that's something that uh, Jester likes a lot, where he he he'll go these uh, it's like Mystery Science Theater three thousand yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Where any movie, and mostly they do old movies apparently. Yeah. Where they they'll just they'll talk over it the whole time, and that in that way I could probably enjoy an older movie. Yeah. Well, the the stupid ones. I mean, like, well, yeah. I mean, a lot of the I'm just saying, like, movies are stupid too, though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if you're gonna you're gonna try to paint all the old movies being stupid because of mystery science, dude. Let Let's take Piranhas 3D. Uh huh. I heard there was some uh, pretty decent. Oh uh, yeah, decent. nude scenes. Uh huh. No nudes. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, nude scenes. <laughs> that's my point. Like, there's there's stupid films, no matter. Oh, absolutely. Sticks on a plane. Oh, there's just all the Ugh. movies that are on the Sci-Fi Channel, like just, pretty much. Whoa, for instance, whoa, whoa. it was like a yes. shark, shark, shark Gator, Shark yeah. Gator, Curse you, Shark <laughs> That's I from mean, the movie. Yeah. I, I guarantee it. Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are some older movies that I do like, and and maybe it's with my bias. Like uh, the Hustler is an old black and white movie. Yeah, it's a pool movie, and I think it's fantastic. And of course, I love pool, so maybe that's why I got drawn into it. But it just it was. It was, what, it was very old. It was the only black and white movie cool I've seen. Cool Hand Lou, man. Yeah. Or, or, or what about, like, the, the fucking Godfather, goddammit. Uh, you got uh, Apocalypse Now. Oh, you mm. know, another fucking Coppola movie. I mean, it's just amazing-ass fucking films. Like, uh, what, what about uh, Full Metal Jacket? That's, see, that's, that's a good one. See, there, there are some older movies that I do appreciate, and it kind of does break the rule. But as, in general, a lot of the older movies I just, like, I, mean, I can't the, get those, into. Even those movies aren't, old like, anyways? Those, aren't, those aren't that old. I'm, I mean, I'm talking, like, even back, back in the day, like, Rebel Without a Cause, you know, like. I would say before, anything before the 70s to me is old. Or, or a streetcar named Diane. Or, Desire. Or like, Breakfast I'm sorry, desire, but like this, yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's is a great fucking film, and there's so much about that movie that's said not with dialogue or or stupid like explain. And oh, and there's that one extremely racist scene yeah. where they have that white glasses, guy yeah. playing like the Asian, Asian dude, guy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, Asian. That Asian is worth it just monocle, seeing the monocle, film monocle, just for that. Uh, Asian bifocal. Yeah, bifocals. Yeah. 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 And then he had like these really buck tooth teeth. <laughs> yeah. And and, he, and the guy yeah. that played him was white. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's they, so and much worse. Scotch tapes his eyes too. Yeah. Scotch tapes his eyes like to make him slanty. Holy and hell! Small. That's <laughs> amazing. Was it's it's worth it made? just just seeing like that. <laughs> just to see that movie is is worth it for that scene. When was Breakfast at Tiffany's made? Fuck, you got me, man. Because mm. I I'm not sure exactly if it was Technicolored afterwards or not. Oh, if it I was think, originally think... black and white. No, I don't think it was black and white originally. Yeah. It had to be in color. You sure? 1961. Ooh, there you go. Maybe not. Huh? Or, or what about a Clockwork Orange, man? See, and the, that, that is a good one. Jesus. Now, I, I don't know how old Did this you? movie is, but I, I tried to watch a movie for uh, for the first time because I hear a lot about it, and I just I could not do it at all. Is uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh. oh, come on. You couldn't watch I that? I could not watch it. How, why couldn't Because they were too that? fucking drugged out. That I, was, I was just irritated. I was just yeah, irritated it, by how... Well, because it's a real story. I know. It, I think because I, I feel like they they were nailing the the druggy person. It was, it was so worth it just for that scene where they're driving to Vegas and then like he starts talking and he stops talking, but then the monologue keeps going. Yeah, he's like, "Am I talking out loud now?" Yes, I I did enjoy that. <laughs> I did. Well, and he's they, just talking about like how he has to kill the other guy. And yeah, I'm they like, picked up a hitchhiker. Yeah, it's amazing. That's that's about as far as I got. The hitchhiker got out of the car, and I was out of the movie. <laughs> oh, come on, the lizard lounge. It was just. It was too much. It was too. They were. They were too crazy over the top which i'm sure is reality yeah but i just it was too much for me well that, that that's what's cool about it, is that like it's an epic like it's a real story like this shit happened dude i, I, I believe Thompson, it like just 
Fucking go with it. Uh, speaking of Johnny Depp, he's got that new movie coming out. Oh, that's going to be uh, well, horrible. I should say the, uh, the remake of every movie well? he's done in the past 10 years. Isn't that it's going to be movie, horrible. Though. It's a kid's movie, though. Horrible. Is it? Yeah. I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in Johnny Depp. It's a stupid well, movie. That's because Johnny Depp's always been known for a person to just try anything. I but, mean, no, he but he's not trying anything. He's no, trying he's the not, same thing no, over and over That was again. Fear and Loathing. Fear and loathing. No, fear, he did fear and loathing. <laughs> no, he I did. meant he tried anything. In <laughs> oh no, no, no! I mean, like he, any time if someone gave him a script, if he enjoyed it, he would do it. Yeah, but now I mean, he's pretty much just giving Tim Burton a blowjob the entire yeah. the entire time. Yeah, because well, they're just friends. That's all. Yeah, but he's doing yeah. all his movies, and they're all pretty much the same semi character that he's always playing. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jack Sparrow was a Disney. That thing. was that was different. Uh, yeah, it was. Edward Scissorhands was a uh, different completely. Edward Scissorhands, the Barber Street, the uh. The Alice, Alice in Wonderland, people, the, the, but they were all yeah, kind of the same. Kind of like they dark had, and twisted and yeah. gothic. Well, and stuff. I'm not talking about the movie. He's I'm being talking a dead about horse. the Be actor. a normal person, fucker. Right. Play, play a part where you're a normal person. He does that too in when? other movies. When, whenever. I don't know them by the way. Yeah, Donnie, they, they don't exist. Donnie Darko. Why. I think he what? played one with uh, was it Angelina Jolie? I think it was. Donnie Brasco is what I meant to say. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco was a uh, well, I don't know if that was Scorsese, but he, he also, played a mobster. Yeah, but he also played what was it the Hell, he played a detective. In Hell, he played a detective. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, he played um the Ninth Gate or something like that. I'm not oh, like sure. Oh, the Ninth Gate. He was he very was just, underrated film. Yeah, he was just it. an average guy. Hmm. Well, he was a guy that traded in uh, rare books. Yeah. Okay. He had a, he had a, he had a hobby. Okay. The window, secret window. That yeah, was secret window. But that was kind of normal. A, yeah, exactly. Well, what? secret window. What's that? I don't even. Know. He, he's a, he's an artist or yeah. uh, author. Oh book. yeah, yeah, and he, yeah. he's actually crazy, and yeah. he kills the guy, and he buries him in the backyard. Right, something like that. Yeah, he's his own. He's and his he, own enemy. Oh yeah, that's not dark at all. No, but he's he's more normal. He's not with the crazy makeup. I mean, ah, he, he, he's just a regular schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, regular one, <laughs> as opposed to an abnormal fucking psycho right. kooky one. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, anyway, I'm just saying, dude. Like, he hasn't like do a romance movie. Well, romance. the the uh, the one that he did recently that kind of blew. Which I actually kind of liked was the the tourist or, or uh, was the tourist with Angelina Jolie. Right? Yeah, I saw yeah, parts yeah. of that. I didn't see all of it. It was it was, it was decent. I don't think it was as bad as everyone else made it out to be. Uh, but, but but did I not tell you that he's doing different types of stuff? I, I, I guess every now and then. But I just it seemed like most I, of his stuff is that type of character. I, I just now. don't like movies that bank on the celebrity of the star that's in it. Let's just put it that okay, way. I can give him that. Yeah. That's that's basically, he's done a lot of films that are like that, where it's just like, I'm Johnny Depp. Right. <laughs> I'm so aloof watching my movie. You know, like, that. Oh, that's what he's been doing. Yeah. Same thing with Angie. Ange- Angelina Jolie has done a number of, like, action flicks that were boring as fuck. Like, Van Damme movies were more entertaining. Hmm. Like, that, it, isn't Van Damme supposed to be just a uh, like a ballet? Yeah, he was, he was. They found him in dance, and they thought he was agile and athletic enough to be entertaining. So they threw him in action film. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's how, it's not new. Uh, it's new to me. He also is, beats women that he's in relationships with. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a split kick. All right, I, I try to avoid. I don't know if it's with the split kick. <laughs> <laughs> he made that up. I, I avoid Van Damme the same way I avoid uh, Seagal because the, the the kind of movies to me are in the same kind of vein where it's just superhuman fighters that are just a little crazy. Yeah, well, but Seagal, I mean, Seagal and Van Damme are as as least as entertaining as movies that are just like banking on the celebrity that are in them like now, that's really what i feel like if van damme and seagal were the same words uh, one person that'd be interesting what if 
if if Van Damme and Seagal were actually just one person, because like, or he played all the movies, is what you're saying? No, no, where no, no, I mean like where Van Damme and Seagal, like his their their acting ability there, as opposed to this kind of schizophrenic Adam. <laughs> what? I'm taking it back <laughs> and just rewind. I don't know. Okay, that's why I just did. Very good. Uh, you lost me there. I'm, 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 I think you lost everyone. As like, what if Van Damme? It's what it's those like hype, like. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like Steven Seagal is Van you know? Damme biological father. <laughs> well, come, well, think about it this way. I mean, like Van Damme does nothing but kicks because that's all he can do, right? And then Seagal does nothing but like hands or like I mean, he had like what is he, the cock puncher? Was he in one of the movies? Is that right? Yeah, he was like the cock puncher. That's what his name called. Oh, jeez. See, I'm, I'm glad I avoid all this, this stuff. This is very upsetting. <laughs> but very, like, very upsetting. Because like one, like one's a badass. One thinks he's a badass. One thing all you gotta do is put it together. No? Okay. <laughs> now, this is something else I was thinking about uh, earlier in this week. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I was out at, a, at a, like a. Getting some coffee at a coffee shop. I was waiting for a meeting to start. Meet me at the coffee shop. Yes, yep. exactly like that. Uh, and I, I was I was waiting for a meeting to start. I was meeting a client out in the valley, and I overheard a conversation uh, behind me where this girl was on a cell phone, mm-hmm. and she was bitching somebody out in in the worst way for something. I think from what I understood, and I'm trying to piece it together because it was just so in- intriguing to me. I, th- I think it was the pool guy. She was calling the pool company uh-huh. to complain about the pool guy because the pool guy complained to her mother about the dog shit in the backyard. Okay. But the way that she was coming at these people was very it was it was very very aggressive, very offensive, kind of like uh-huh. uh, you need to get your shit together. Like uh, first of all, does nobody answer phones over here? This is my third time calling, nobody answers the phones. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway, I want uh, this is guy that uh he he's complaining about the dog shit. And I think he must be half blind if he's cuz these dogs they leave d- giant piles of shit. And if he's yeah. stepping into them, then he's got he's half blind. And it just the way he, she was just like laying into these people. Uh-huh. I found myself uh a little attracted to that. Just the, the, Attracted? The, uh, uh, yes, it was. It was. I don't, it was very weird. What, are you her, a masochist? I, I don't know. It's her that's, level of that's aggression. Totally, what it is. And it was just like her taking, like, a big stand against somebody. Oh, granted, it was over the phone, but you it was like just, a strong woman. Yeah, that, that has to be what it is. No. No. I mean, maybe you that's like what leather? you were attracted to, but I don't think that I'm attracted to strong women like that. I think I'm attracted to like people that are confident to know when they have the right to fuck with people like the, there's a line there like like when i always say there are perfectly appropriate circumstances to punch somebody in and you always disagree with me about that and i'm like right. <laughs> no there is period like but you have to have you have to really weigh yeah. what's going on in the situation to be like, okay, this is one of those points where i should be punching him in the face like a slap in or the face she- requires a jump a punch in the jaw yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, same circumstance. Like, you have to be a fairly confident individual to make those decisions and be like, okay, wait, wait, I'm being trifled with here. Uh, no, I'm gonna dish it out harder than you're fucking trying to dish it at me. Okay. Yeah. So, so maybe you're just attracted to like the confidence, or maybe you're attracted to the leather. <laughs> no, no other in this situation. But the the, the the way that she was talking, it wasn't she wasn't yelling. She wasn't yeah. raising her voice, which is probably what did it for me. If she was just yelling, then I think she's just being some irritating bitch. But yeah. it's just the the it's just like the command in her voice, the earnestness, the 
this is what I am saying. Of her Listen chest to what I'm saying. She moved up and down. Yeah, I'm, I'm less. I'm actually. Sorry. <laughs> I'm. I'm less impressed with that nowadays. Uh, I think I might have been before, you know. But I feel like it's it's one of those circumstances where. Well, maybe you might know this actually if you had ever seen The Godfather. You fuck. <laughs> um, but there's this one point where like Fredo takes sides against the family in public, right? They're they're having this meeting in Vegas. And the guys there that are talking about like what the family's doing in Vegas, these they're supposed to be their contacts, are trying to convince Michael, who's the head of the family, to do a certain thing. And Fredo, his older brother, steps in on their behalf and, and argues with them at Michael and says, No, Michael, this would be a great thing. We should just do it and blah 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 blah. Right? And then uh, uh Michael just crosses his legs and puts his hands one on top of the other and he he goes you mind if I speak to my brother alone for a second? And they leave, and he goes, Fredo, never take sides against the family in public. Okay. And that's it. It's it's calm, collected, it's calculated. I think that's much more intimidating than people that fly off the handle. It's 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 showing too many of your cards, and when you're on tilt, that's when you make rash decisions. Right. I totally understand being impassioned and, and people that are passionate people are very easy to get caught up in. But the, the rational mind that's cold and calculated, I think that's much more attractive because they're in control. Yeah. And and if they're coming at you, god damn you better be ready. Because they've thought five move ahead move ahead moves ahead before they even make their first one. Right. I was actually thinking it's actually a lot of times what people uh perceive as um a very fiery attitude, very um, emotionally, very spirited person also is related to, let's say, uh, youth or uh, naivety at the same yeah, time. There's no, there's not enough wisdom there. Like, like for instance, as, as he was talking about in, um, in the movie of uh, Godfather, they did the exact same thing in The Lord of the Rings. Like, okay. for instance, they were over at the bar and Frodo was actually trying to hide uh, who he was. Right. And the Pip goes, Sure, I know a Fredo. I mean, Frodo. <laughs> Frodo Baggins. Yes. I mean, like, he has no idea. He's naive. He's a little young kid. He doesn't know what he's doing. All right. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's quite a connection there. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know what it was. It just, because, I mean, she was attractive to begin with. Yeah. But it just made her so much more attractive to me in, in that instance. Because, like I said, she wasn't yelling. Yeah. But she, she, she was calm and she was getting her points across. But at the same time, Making it very clear that she was very serious about what she wanted to say. Did yeah. you leave to the restroom right afterwards? No, my my client showed up right. At, oh, so I didn't know. I don't even know how the rest of the conversation went. But I mean, granted that that it can be a calculated decision. You can, as a person, decide to be uh, aggressive and immediately push somebody under the submissive role, mm-hmm. and and that's a definite way to do it by being a total prick to them. Right. So, I mean, it, it's not always telling of somebody who's making a rash decision. It, it might be calculated, but uh, more often than not, I feel like that was kind of like emotional outburst. Yeah. It, it's it's actually a weakness. You're, okay. You're showing a weakness. Well, you're, you're you're not exactly showing weakness. You're showing a weakness. Yeah. Because like when you're being emotional, you're just saying you're starting to fly off the sh- your own shoulders, basically doing whatever you feel is right at the time, and you can create openings for a person to attack back. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so is there nothing about uh, an aggressive female that, that is, is attractive to you then? Only in the heat of the moment. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. Out, there are, outside of there's that, there's appropriate yeah. venues. <laughs> okay, but it's just like if if you're at like um a restaurant and they give you a, oh maybe that's a bad example for you. Uh-huh. Uh, let's say uh, <laughs> you order something online and it gets to you and it's not the way it should be. Yeah, for the girl to then call back and, and lodge a complaint. Uh-huh. Uh and get results where like all right now they they took shipping off it's not half off because of the way she handled the situation. That's a bad idea. How was that a better deal? You never call them. You send an email so that you have a paper trail. So if it, you need to go to small claims, you have evidence. Yep. All right. Great. But the point you I'm see, making. See what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I mean, I like think that, dude. I think that is the point. He's calm. He's collected. I think that that's the point. He's like, no, I'm going to call these motherfuckers. No, really. Think about what you're doing here. Make a paper trail. Think about, think five moves ahead instead of two. It's almost like a superhero power. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I, I'm because the the women that I'm used to, I, I usually end up having to stick up for. Uh-huh. Where so f- to see somebody else, a, a female, stick up for themselves, I to me was is just it's just a great uh, thing. I mean, it's it's cool. Like I, I'm not saying that. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that there's uh, other ways to stick up for yourself, and the w- emotional flying off the handle uh, is isn't necessarily the best one. You know? like, yeah. Well. Yeah. You don't start crying or anything. Well, no, it's not a question <laughs> of crying. It's just you could just be going out with like a crazy aggressive bitch, <laughs> right? And and that's a woman that stands up for herself. Well, I don't. It's, it's a polar end of that spectrum. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that yeah, you need a, a woman that like stands up for herself, but it, it's a rational decision to stand up for yourself, and and it's an appropriate thing. It's it's just like any other social circumstance. And, and and it doesn't. And it's not really specific to women. It's ex- specific to everybody. It's it's look. Here's the social situation. If you are being fucked up, fucked with enough. <laughs> if you are being fucked with enough, then you make the decision to stand up for yourself. That's it. And that's a confident thing to do. Right. Okay. That that's literally what it is. It, it sell your confidence. Social sell your social prowess. I'm praising the situation. I'm so familiar with situations that I know in this one I should stand up for myself. I'm confident enough to do that, and I'll do it. You see, he finds that. Oh, well, Rex finds that. Uh, at least this is what I can see: a person that's so calm and collected that knows every in and out of what's going to be happening and able to uh, take that in. And not become emotional and create some sort of weakness what? where they, a person can take um, advantage of them is considered hot. Is that right? Well, it's, it's it's not even a question of like being so calm and collected. You can be angry, but you can be making rational decisions, and you can be so aggressive. It's just a question of whether or not you're going to let that get out of control. It's kind of like well, George I'm, Clooney's character I'm, I'm in From Dust Till Dawn. Whoa. You know, like his character, the way he portrayed himself, he was making very like rational decisions. He was very confident, and he understood there was lines where basically he wasn't going to tolerate people fucking with him. But you find that attractive? I think, yeah, that's an extremely attractive trait to know how to appraise a situation, know exactly how much force to lean on people to get what you want out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's totally attractive. okay. The, the 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 person that pops in my head uh, as we were talking about Fight Club earlier is uh, the Marla Singer's character. Yeah, that uh, her type of personality. Granted, I don't find her that attractive in the movie. Uh, her the, the girl that played her, I don't uh-huh. find that attractive. But her personality kind of did up it up a little bit. Nah. Because she's very strong, independent, and take action, and I'm going to do things my way type of thing. Nah, she's that, also that's, very manipulative, too. Yeah, that that's not attractive to me. No? No. Well, because hmm. manipulation is a different form. Dude. Yeah, that, that's. I guess that's what it is about, like, 
Marla Singer in that movie. She's just like a social leech. Well, yeah, that part was unattractive, but just the the way that she can kind of get things done. With the way she kind of uh, was able to manhandle Edward Norton's character at the, when they first met. Ah, okay. Just the, the whole, like, yeah, you, he, he had a speech planned out he was going to give her, and she took it, reversed it, and, like, boom. Yeah, I mean, she took I, control of the situation, and that I found very attractive. I mean, it's cool, like, owning social situations. I guess my problem is, is every woman that I know that's kind of like that, where, like, they get their little role on, and they, they have a saddle and reins. <laughs> Preferably a cowboy hat too, man. All right, very good. That's where I'm going. <laughs> but no, uh, no, 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 no. But uh, the 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 women that I know that are like that, where like they they like to own the situation. You know, they're they're going to be on their little roll, and it doesn't matter what you say. They're the ones steering the right. conversation. Um, I find them really fucking annoying. Okay, they they they're not about like what you're saying. They're just waiting for their turn to talk. And, That's true. I can see that. And a lot of times when they get on their little roll, I'll intentionally say things or do things to totally throw, throw like a wrench in their shit. Huh. And maybe the right. it's that aggressive kind of nature to them, but they, I feel like there is like a weird sort of sexual chemistry when I do interact with women like that. But ultimately, I find them annoying. And and if I do throw those wrenches in there, then I'm I'm like, okay, well I'll fuck with you now, and maybe I'll spite fuck you, but goddamn, don't get the fuck get get away from me, <laughs> get the fuck away from me. All right, because you think you know it all, and you think you own everything, but you just are unaware of how little you know. I think that being back to what you were talking about with that girl, they're talking about the dog poop. I'm yeah. not I'm not saying that she was not attractive. I think that the fact that she was very um um lively and very um you know full of life and self might mm-hmm. be the case that you found attractive it's it's very possible she I mean there was the taking the life by the range type of thing like this is a situation needs to be handled I'm going to handle it and after this conversation's over with on the phone then things are going to d- be the way they should be next time if you see that ask if she has a cowboy hat all right <laughs> cuz sure to do that if cuz if she does <laughs> kudos to you man all right very I good i really do understand where you're going with this cowboy analogy Take the whole life by the reins? Are you serious? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's the aggressive. He's, he's making the leap from aggressive in social situations to aggressive in bed, which is what you were talking about at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's a big circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. Around. <laughs> circular. My favorite part about this analogy is that it starts with the word anal. <laughs> All right. Analogy. Exactly. Very good. All right. We're going to wrap it up. It's a good time. Get out of here. Uh, until next time. I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Rex. Peace.